Before we get into this episode, just a brief note here about the audio settings that you'll hear in this show. We recorded this episode shortly after we began recording shows for Treasure Box Books podcast back in early to mid-2023, and at that point I hadn't yet figured out the audio settings that we needed to use for the show. So I have done this before, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to apologize in advance for some of the uneven audio settings and even unusual sounds as you'll hear me trying to adjust the mic on the desk during recording. That's a no-no, but now I know. At one point in this episode, we mentioned that what we pass on to you as recommendation, as suggestion, as ideas for your family, they're part of what we are in the process of learning ourselves, things that we have learned or things that we are learning and refining. None of us are really experts, at least not in the sense most people think of experts. We, just like you, are still learning. And perhaps the unusual audio settings in this show are a real-life example of that. Also, back when we recorded this episode in early to mid-2023, we had not planned the timing of the publishing, but we're publishing this episode, as it turns out, just a few days after we celebrated our 17th wedding anniversary a few days ago. And I've got to say that as a husband, I am elated over the Lord's blessing to me and my wife through the past 17 years. Ever since my wife said yes to me, to my proposal of marriage to her, one verse that has become especially precious to me has been Proverbs 10:22, the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. That's my verse. I'm rejoicing in the Lord and in his good gift of a beloved bride who completes me, who enables me to serve God to the fullest, and with whom I delight in leading our family of nine children. Now let me encourage you to point your web browser to treasureboxbooks.com and subscribe to the podcast and take a look at some of the audio products available on our web store. Also, for each episode, including this one, You'll find show notes listing out the scriptures used in the episode, books mentioned, key suggestions and main thoughts, and often a few pictures illustrating what we discussed in that particular show. So come take a look at treasureboxbooks.com. And now here is episode 28. Proverbs 23:26 says, My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe my ways. At first glance, that seems to say that all the responsibility is on a son or a daughter to listen to their father, to observe the ways of their father. But is there something deeper at play here? Is there an implied responsibility for fathers in this verse? Welcome to the Treasure Box Books Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ching. Thank you for joining us for this episode. And to my very special guest, thank you for joining me. 
for this episode. You have heard her voice before. This is my favorite person in the whole world. This is my wife. And I have asked her to talk with me on this episode about something that we and our family call... Mommy times and... Daddy times. Mommy times. It seems like when you first began using the terminology mommy times seven, eight years ago, that you did a Google search on the term. Mm -hmm. You found something very interesting. I guess normally when most people in our culture say mommy time, they mean time for mom to get away from the kids and pamper herself and do the self-care things that moms like to do. And nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I wish you personally had more of it. But that's not what you were thinking of when you began using the term mommy time. I was actually looking for ideas of ways to spend more time with our children and to give them personal one-on-one time to build memories with them Mm -hmm. because I felt like I was not doing a good job of that. And and it's something that still doesn't come naturally to me with my personality. I would naturally rather spend time alone. But you recognize that you would rather spend time alone naturally, but our kids need individual time with you. And so you began Mm -hmm. developing a schedule. I think it was a pretty simple schedule, but a very, very workable schedule to make it a priority to spend time with the kids. Right. It took me a while to come to that simple schedule. (laughs) At first, I, when I first started feeling like I need to do something to make it a priority to spend time with the children, I was putting in an order with doorposts.com, a Christian ministry that has some great materials for families, and noticed something on their website and just decided to throw it in with the rest of my order. It was called Family Circles, yeah. and it was an interesting concept. You put your children's names on a rotating circle chart, and the different activities that you hope to do with them around the outside of the circle. And then Hmm. every day, turn that around so that you spend individual time with each child doing all those different things, one each day. Hmm. But even though that was a great idea, for me, it just ended up being too complicated. And um, I ended up being frustrated that I wasn't being more consistent in doing it. And as our fourth and fifth children came along, I just wasn't having much success keeping up with the plan. So I realized that a different format would probably be better for us, for our family. Mm -hmm. And I made a new chart that I hoped would be easier to use. (laughs) Ended up to now, we don't really even feel like we need a chart because it's just each child has his or her own day. Mm. Now that we have nine children, it's mm-hmm. a couple children <laughs> for the first couple days of the week. But um, they get to have time with mommy and mm-hmm. daddy mm-hmm. now um, on that day. Mm-hmm. That's just to do some special things that they've been wanting to do with us. Sometimes they just want to look up something online or work on a project. Mm-hmm. But usually it's reading a book and talking about their week and how things are going and having a special treat together. Mm -hmm. 
You just said something without saying it directly that I think would be an encouragement to moms and dads, and that is that your system developed. Mm -hmm. You didn't just suddenly land on it and stick with it. This started seven or eight, maybe nine years ago, and it has changed with the changing size of our family. It's changed with this works best for our family. Right. So it's not like a building that you have to get right the first time. Or one size fits all. <laughs> right. Yeah. So dads, we're not saying you have to do things this way. Don't ever get that idea. I heard a very encouraging talk given at a homeschool conference, oh, 2010, Cincinnati, Ohio. And the speaker said, we live in a culture in which we crave to have an expert tell us that we're on the right track. Mm -hmm. And the reality is none of us really are experts. And even those of us who have been parenting longer than others or who have a larger family, we're not necessarily experts. Mm -hmm. We just maybe have a little more experience or maybe a little more insight simply because we have been down the road a little bit longer. And made a lot more mistakes. <laughs> and made a lot more mistakes. So we're always learning, always growing. And so this now comes around dads. Um, when my wife began doing this, I thought, that's great. Mommy's spending time with the kids. And then the kids would come to me and say, Daddy, can we have daddy time? And it would be kind of random through the week. And sometimes I would say, oh, maybe tomorrow. Or I'm too busy right now. And honey, I think maybe you suggested, how about if we just have it on the schedule? for you to do daddy time the same day that I do mommy time. So each child has, that's mm -hmm. their day to be, to have individual time with us. Mm -hmm. That was your idea, I think. Maybe, I don't remember <laughs> for sure. But I think I had also gotten the idea from Susanna Wesley, who was the mother of John and Charles Wesley and had 19 children. Wow. Uh, she- We're slacking. Yeah. Well, I think nine of her children died in infancy. Mm. But she wow. spent one-on-one -on -one time with each of her children. Mm. And I remember reading that in her biography growing up and always thinking, I need to do that. <laughs> well, thank you, Lord, for Susanna Wesley, and thank you, Lord, for my wife, who brought that tradition on into the modern age. But that does not mean that that day is the only time we spend with that child. Right. It simply means that we have time set aside that day of the week for that child to be sure that he or she gets that individual attention with us. Right. Uh, one of our children, I do math with one of them. So whether it's his day or not, he's getting daddy time with math yeah. every weekday. Although he doesn't consider that daddy time. <laughs> no. And I don't either. You mentioned, honey, that in your mommy times, you usually talk with the child about what's happening in their week or something they're interested in, or you look something up online, or you read a book and have a snack. For daddy times, often we do something like go on a bike ride or mm. uh, take a walk on our street, or maybe even go on a hike as kind of an extended daddy time. But it has just kind of panned out this way, not by my design. Mm -hmm that for most of the kids to feel like they have had daddy time, mm -hmm. there needs to be one particular element. A book? There has to be a book. There mm -hmm. has to be something that we read together. Without a book, it's not daddy time. And I didn't design that. That just kind of happened. 
And I know that even though reading isn't the necessarily the main focus of mommy times, it does seem like every time you have mommy time, I see you two, you and the child with a book. Right. Can you tell us about how you've developed your, uh, for lack of a better term, your system of reading with the children? Do you just pick up a book off the shelf and say, today, let's read this time, let's read this. And then next week, maybe read something else. Or do you work through a book together? We've done both, but usually if it's someone just picking a book off the shelf, I let them pick something, especially the little ones usually have picture books that they want read to them if they can't read yet. Mm. Um, so they'll pick out whatever <laughs> looks interesting. Um, whatever catches some, their eye. Yeah, maybe Horton hatches an egg for oh, no. the 20th time. But um, Some twaddle is allowed. Just a little bit. <laughs> I know I like that book. Just not 20 times in one year. Hmm. But um, for the older boys, I have, for the last year or two, we've been mostly doing some books that I had scheduled for them for school. We're doing The History of English Literature. <laughs> I think that's the name. <laughs> By A.T. Marshall. Mm. And it's really interesting, really yes. well written. Probably not what they would choose for themselves, but it is a good living book. Mm. And it's one that we wouldn't otherwise have time to read mm -hmm. during the week together. Right. And I wanted to do it with them. So so I've been doing that with them individually. Mm. Um, also, we found a great surprise at our library book sale, the series of books called My Book House. Mm. I found it for $20, and I thought, this looks like something I've seen recommended somewhere, and this looks really good, and I'm just going to grab this, because it was a set of 12 books, I believe, hard, hardback from the 1930s or 40s mm. um, for $20. Mm might have been 25 but I looked it up later and it's worth at least 600 I think oh. it usually sells for so if you ever find that somewhere I would encourage you to get it mm -hmm. it does have some stories that I would definitely skip mm -hmm. some that we've skipped some that oh guess who just walked in oh thank you thank you our two-year-old just walked in with a newsflash baby sleeping <laughs> I used to, when the kids were younger, let them choose a book. What do you want to read today? But we've realized that, especially as they get older and they can read themselves, that we should just work through books. Uh, I was talking with your mom just uh, yesterday about that, and I told her, I get to read books because of the children. <laughs> I get to read books that I would not otherwise read, that I enjoy reading. Mm -hmm. Like the Mixrot books, Arctic Missionary Series, mm -hmm. the three books that I've mentioned on previous episodes. Love those books, and I've read through them I think three times now. Started on the fourth time through because different kids read them, and otherwise, I probably wouldn't have read them. But I get to read them. I'm reading a book about a World War II bomber pilot who crashed in Alaska. He survived for 81 days in the Arctic wilderness, the Alaskan wilderness in the winter without any gear, without even a gun. <laughs> and then I'm reading with one of the kids a fiction story based in the depression about two girls that are trying to find their family uh, across the country. And I'm reading with another child about a lady who fought to outlaw the massacre of the wild Mustangs. And we're reading all kinds of things. I'm reading with one child for, the, I think, the third 
time now for me, Bridie of the Grand Canyon. So I'm becoming very familiar with that. We get to read all sorts of things from different time periods and from all over the world. Get them exposed to heroics Mm -hmm. and character and courage. And I owe all of that to you. Because you said... To you. To mommy. That's right. (laughs) I owe it to mommy. Because your mommy suggested to me... How about if you just have daddy time with each child the same day that I do? And so we've been doing that now for for several years now. You have a special place, right, for mommy times? I do. It shifts around, but for kind of like a two-year-old in your lap, okay. around. <laughs> <laughs> for a while, we were in what I call my prayer room. It's just a little closet, really, with and a chair. In the laundry room? We don't usually do it in the laundry room, but sometimes <laughs> I'm at my desk or in my chair in the living room, but somewhere comfortable that we can sit next to each other mm-hmm. and look at a book. Usually you have a snack with them. Yeah. I don't usually have a snack with them. Oh. Sometimes I do. Usually they want to have a snack. And right. I say, you can have a snack. I don't need a snack because I have some uh, extra oh, you, good year you here. you don't. Okay cut down on yeah they get a treat a special treat they get to choose on their mommy time day right and what i think they still haven't realized or no one has said anything about is that i get that every day because (laughs) because i'm having mommy time with somebody every day maybe we should let them hear this pot this episode i have a special place and i know you know this but this is for the sake of dad's listening that is the sofa back there. I talked about that in the Build a Place to Read mm-hmm. episode, but I've got the sofa back here behind us. And then occasionally one of the kids, usually our six-year-old, well, is the one who asks, can we sit on the porch or can we go outside and read outside? And so sometimes we do that. And that's nice to get outside in the elements. What we have learned, and for me, it's really been, to me, it's become a treasure, a treasured time that we spend time not only with all of our kids, but we spend time with each of our kids and they can expect that every week. We're all going to be together several times a day at the dinner table, but we get that individual time once a week with each child. We can sit and we can talk and we can laugh. And sometimes there's a little bit of rebuke needed. And I sometimes have to give that during daddy time, but usually daddy time, I try to keep that light and fun because what I'm trying to do is what Proverbs 23 what mommy time and daddy time light on at mommy time light on yeah we have a light on (laughs) Proverbs 23 verse 26 my son give me thine heart do you want to give anyone your heart if you don't uh, feel like they like you and they want to be near you and be with you and so that's yeah we Yes, you do. Don't. Okay. So you're really good at this, I think. Every time I pass by when you're having mommy time, there's always a... Unless you've fallen asleep. There's a a smile on your face. I hear you laughing with the children. I see you smiling with them. I see them smiling. I hear them laughing. And what you're doing is you are drawing their hearts to you. And you are causing them to want to observe your ways. And that's what I try to do with daddy time, too. Try to keep things light, keep things enjoyable, fun, happy. So they look forward to it. And I, as a dad, have found myself 
looking forward to daddy times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes several days in advance, I think, oh, it's not his day yet, it's not her day yet. I wish it was. Because I'm looking forward to the time with that individual child, and sometimes because I'm looking forward to the story, <laughs> because right. they're fun stories. I'm really eager to know what happens to the two Durwood kids in the next chapter. Right. But I have to wait till next week. And it, sometimes it's hard not to read it yes. <laughs> ourselves. Now, a little caveat, dads. I mentioned a book that I am reading with one of my uh, teenage sons. I wouldn't recommend you read that or let your kids read that without you reading it first. There are some language issues in there. I keep a Sharpie or I keep a good ballpoint pen handy, and I often skim ahead and read those books. But in most cases, we are reading together. We are accomplishing something together as a father or mother and child. And when we're done, we put the green dot on the book. And that's for another episode. The Green Dot Club. My family is the only one that I know of that has a green dot club. Mm. (laughs) And we'll talk about that some other time. So dads, back to the question that I began with. Do dads have a responsibility implied in that verse? My son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. Is there an implied responsibility for dads? There is. And I believe that is a huge responsibility, a huge duty that we have, and that is to make ourselves worthy of our children's love, their hearts, and emulation. There are some things that we can do to cause them to want to observe, to want to follow our path. And doing daddy times with our children at least once a week is one way that we can do that. Thank you for listening. I look forward to our next time together. Until then, keep leading your family to look for the treasures in books. We have a real live child sitting here on my leg. He's sucking his thumb. If you hear a strange sound, that's what it is. He's got his right hand up to his face. Now his left hand. (laughs) And it probably will switch again in a minute or two. And how old are you? I'm two. You're two? I'm glad you learned to say two and quit quit saying shree. You're two. What do you like to do for daddy time? What? <laughs> Richard Scary Books. Oh, you like to read Richard Scary Books? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do, too. On the airplane. The airplane? On the airplane. You like to read them on the airplane? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The book about the airplane? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, you know what, son? When I was when I was uh, just a little bit older than you, I loved Richard Scary books too. In fact, there's a funny story about that, but we don't have time for that on the uh, podcast. But I'll tell you that story sometime, okay? About Daddy and the Richard Scary book. It was probably cars and trucks and things that go, or what do people do all day? Which are both great classic books about people who work hard and go places and do things. That's what we do, right? We work hard 
and we go places and do things, right? Play baseball. Play baseball? It's you. If you heard something helpful today or feel better equipped to lead your family, maybe you have a friend who could benefit from this episode too. Don't keep it to yourself. Hit share in your podcast app or take a screenshot of this episode and share it with a friend. Or just post a link on Facebook to treasureboxbooks.com and let your friends know that this episode might encourage them. You can find any links and resources mentioned today on the episode page linked below or just head over to treasureboxbooks.com and sign up to get our newsletter to keep you informed about future episodes and product releases. And if you've got a book recommendation or experience or idea you'd like to share with other dads, send me an email. My address is nathan at treasureboxbooks.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until we meet again, keep leading your family to find the treasures in books. <laughs>